Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 19th, 2020. Strong hand. This game is not rigged. Bitcoin is the next, next Bitcoin in motion. There's someone up above in, in Canada who's in motion. A company. Good job, dudes. Five-digit round. One day closer to an all-time high. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Okay? Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Not in U.S. dollars. Not in Canadian dollars. I'm offended by selling. Compete. Don't complain. Okay. Hello, my elite friends. How are, how's everyone this evening, this afternoon? How are you doing? If you have questions, I have answers. There'll be time for questions. Remember, follow the rules. You got to type in Bitcoin Meister or you got to do the super chat so you, you, you catch my eye there or I don't see it. Uh, and let's, I, I'm going to jump into the show right this second with a tweet by Pomp that really caught my eye. Another company converts their balance sheet capital to Bitcoin gradually, then suddenly. I'm like, whoa. Another company. I mean, we just had, we just had MicroStrategy. What, 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 what other company is doing such an awesome thing? Why haven't I heard about this? Well, it's a small company, okay, and it's it's a it's a it's a restaurant chain, a small restaurant chain, Middle Eastern restaurant chain in Canada, in Ontario, uh, Tahini's Restaurant. All right, so. Then you, some of you are saying, oh, that's not a big deal. Well, it all it adds up over time, okay? And the thread where Tahini's announces this is very informative. Now, there was a little teeny bit of suspicion that it might not be real because they, they just opened a, a Twitter account in August. But I am pretty sure it's darn real, okay, because – they, they have a Facebook page, which pretty much corresponds to this page. Uh, and the thread where the guy explains why he did it, it's great reasons for getting into a Bitcoin if you are a company that is holding some extra cash. Now, he gives the story of the, the, the lockdown that wasn't good for his company. But then the Canadian government started printing money. Sound familiar? Like the United States government printing money? And they ended up with a lot of cash. People started spending again. But this guy realized, he's like, I am not valuing my wealth in Canadian dollars. And there's too much of it now. There's too much of it now. So he had researched, he had heard about Bitcoin before, and he got into Bitcoin. So uh, a small company that started in London, Ontario, we operate four corporate locations and three franchise locations about to open up in Ontario. We converted our entire cash reserves that are originally were, that were originally used as savings into Bitcoin. Okay, so yeah, it's it was it's a newfangled savings account, all right. Now I have sp I have talked about second tier uh, company, uh, second tier countries, uh, second tier. Fiat currency, should I say? I don't want to say Canada's a second tier country. Erase that. Pound that like button. Because Canada's not a second tier country. Canada's got a second tier currency. Okay, and if you're playing in the, it's it's lost to the dollar lately. Okay, these these currencies, even though Canada is a, is a wealthy country, a great country, 
there's been many times through my life where they've been had some economic hardships because it, it loses against the dollar, against the United States dollar. They're not like us. They're not, uh, when I say us Americans, uh, they're not privileged to ha have the United States dollar uh, to, to be their currency. So even if you're living in, in such a great country like Canada, uh, you, more so than in the United States, you should be saving in Bitcoin, okay? I'm always yelling about South Africa and, and you know places you know where there's the inflation is ridiculous and the government policies are ridiculous. But you don't think Canada being that ridiculous, but it can be. And this dude, he's ahead of the game. So I'm I'm excited that it, it's a small it's a small uh, company. So what? It's outside the United States, which is very interesting, very intriguing. So other people perhaps will will do the same. Other other companies will turn their especially when you you're, you don't have the luxury of saving in the United States dollar, which isn't that luxurious, but compared to the Canadian dollar, it is. So this dude up there with your Middle Eastern restaurant chain, good job, Tahini's. I like Tahini, the 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 paste that you. Uh, it's kind of like peanut butter, but it's healthier. There's your health tip of the day. Tahini over peanut butter. Pound that like button. But in, in the thread, in the thread, and I am 99.5% sure it's all legitimate, <laughs> this story. Um, and maybe I copy the guy on Twitter too. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Retweet that tweet. Right now, people, spread the word to get Tahini some uh, customers up there in uh, in Ontario, okay? Now, there was a, a, a guy, a, a British man, in the replied in the thread. And, uh, I mean, I, I, he's a Labour Party supporter, which kind of gives you a clue about his financial understanding of what's going on here. Uh, he says, my small company has done the same. Well, that's good. I don't know how his company... He didn't mention the name of his company. It feels... It feels a good decision. I, I, I assume he means it feels like a good decision. He goes on to say, one recommendation would be to also look at the interest-bearing accounts, BlockFi and Blockchain, both offering 6% annual interest paid monthly, a lot better than a business savings account. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. So you're converting all your savings and giving it to a third party? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Oh, you're not on the right track there, uh, uh, Jeremy Corbyn supporter, because the guy said he supported Jeremy uh, Corbyn. And the awesome thing was that the Tahini guy replied and said he's not doing that. <laughs> he's not. He's not interested in that. He he hasn't. He knows that's not wise. So, uh, Jeremy Corbyn, dude, whoever you are in Britain, uh, and it's in the thread. You can check it out. It's cool that you turned your – and then he goes on to say – then in later in the thread, the Jeremy Corman supporter does go on to say, oh, I, I've just researched this some more. and Maybe this wasn't a good idea to get 6% uh, interest at blockchain. Oh, my God. Um, so a lot of learning still going on out there, and, and you, you see it going on in the thread. But uh, we'll see if other small – if you're a small – company and you think and you're thinking of turning in your your savings in a bank in the bitcoin okay you don't give it 
you're moving up a level of understanding in the uh, financial understanding ladder, okay? You're moving up. So you should be going from third-party bank to controlling your own private key with a better money. You're not going up that ladder when you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just turning my uh, my uh, Canadian bank or British bank uh, account into some uh, third-party Bitcoin account, which could – because I want 6% interest that I – Anyway, so uh, good job to the guys in Canada and Jeremy Corbyn supporter in, in Bitcoin in uh, Britain. If you really did uh, turn your business savings account into Bitcoin, uh, get it back into your possession immediately. All right. Pound that like button and check out This Week in Bitcoin show link to below uh, at techbalt.com, disruptmeister.com. Adam Hoddleberry, David Bennett, and Al's Lacrosse were on. And this Friday... We're working on the guest. It might be a. It might be at 5 p.m. East. Who knows what time it's going to be on? I don't want to. I don't know yet. I don't know. I'll know tomorrow. We do. You never know when the This Week in Bitcoin show will come on. You do know it will be on a, a on Friday. Every Friday you have This Week in Bitcoin show. And one, two, three. No scoop said. Considering considering the fact that MicroStrategy and this restaurant chain now value their wealth in Bitcoin, and it's only 2020. Do you think college endowments? hold Bitcoin by the year 2024, 2025? It, interesting question. <laughs> I, they already, I, I believe, what, wasn't Yale already talking about it or something? I, I believe by next year they will. But I mean, okay, let me be conservative. By 2022, they will. By 2022, they will. The, 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 the co- now, some of these, co- if these colleges keep on going down the same path they're, they're going on, they're not going to have endowments left, okay? They're going to have some big problems, uh, real soon, but I think they're going to correct their ways in terms of uh, how they're reacting to the the, the virus situation. <laughs> uh, but but yes, I, I believe I believe before 2024 that the the college endowments will be uh, some of it will be in, in Bitcoin. Okay, retweet this out, people. Come on now, come on and pound that like button, of course. And we will go to the the latest information about, and it's MicroStrategy, MicroStrategy. Everyone loved MicroStrategy. I love what they did. I love what they did. And they, other, other big uh, multinational corporations will do the same, buy some Bitcoin. But this is what I'm about to share with you. No one's talking about this. And it was announced on the 13th. By a law firm, and this is why you buy Bitcoin, and you don't like. Well, I want to diversify in the stock, so why don't I buy the the company that's bought some Bitcoin? No, that's a middleman. You all, and I've said this on the, another show. Always think to yourself: Is there a middleman here? Am I am I putting an extra step in the process? And sure enough, you could be happy as anything that uh, MicroStrategy. They really did buy all that Bitcoin. That is awesome. They took it off the off the off the market, uh, and so you should buy Bitcoin. You you don't buy their stock because of that. I mean, that's an ex- extra step. You're not just buy the real thing. Buy the Bitcoin that they bought. Here here we go. Kehoe Law Firm PC is investigating potential security claims on behalf of current long current long term investor current and long term investors. Uh, no, current long-term investors of MicroStrategy Incorporated uh, to determine whether MicroStrategy officers and directors violated security laws 
or engaged in other unlawful business practices related to recent corporate actions. Now, I don't know if the recent corporate corporate actions they're talking about is the purchase of uh, the Bitcoin, if some of their long-term uh, investors are like really don't like this at all, and this is why they're bringing about this situation. I don't know how deep this situation goes, if, if they're going to really be in trouble. But the, the point of sharing all this, and, and it's linked to below, is that at, at any moment, a company like that can, can have major problems, and, and people can target them for stuff they've done that might not be bad, or maybe they did do something bad. Maybe uh, they, they went against the wishes of the uh, of the stockholders. I don't know. Of the, so, but but the, the, the thing is, is that with Bitcoin, you don't have to worry about such bureaucracy. There aren't lawsuits against Bitcoin. There aren't stock. <laughs> there aren't a uh, long-term stockholders of Bitcoin. It's, it's not, it's on a stock. It's not the, <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> and so board of directors, officers, there's none of that in Bitcoin. All right. So th this is, this is an example of why just keep it simple with the Bitcoin. I don't know what the heck, um, I don't know what, what's going on at, at MicroStrategy. Uh, so that I, I'm glad it was brought to my attention there. Don't, don't stick in that microstrategy as, as modern as they are, you know, buying Bitcoin, as forward thinking as they are, they are still in the world, in the old financial world of these regulations and stock markets and board of directors and stockholders. They're still there. Uh, anyway, so that, uh, what is this? Uh, I was going to say something about it. And it's law. I mean, maybe lawyers just uh, started. Bitcoin doesn't have to worry about lawyers, okay? Over-aggressive lawyers. This might have just been like over-aggressive lawyers heard about this and they're like, oh, let's get some uh, – let's let's just have a lawsuit against these guys. They're doing something controversial. I don't, I don't know the whole whole thing, but uh, you, you can read – the. unfortunately, the articles don't give much more information <laughs> than I just uh, shared with you. There's, there's not much uh, out there on uh, what is what is going on. Okay, 69% segwit. What the heck am I talking about there? Rocky Palumbo sent this one out. When no one is looking, SegWit usage hits an all-time high at 69%. And he says SegWit was active three years ago. When will uh, blockchain.info uh, Bitcoin wallet support SegWit addresses? Hey, man, this is where the big boys play. If they... They're their own company. They can do whatever the heck they want to do. If it's costing them money, if they don't like SegWit, I, I don't know. I mean, there was just some dude ab above who wants to get 6% uh, interest at blockchain.info. He doesn't – He doesn't. is that who – when he says blockchain, when that dude, that Jeremy Corbyn supporter dude, when he says blockchain, does he mean blockchain.info? I don't even know. I don't even know who the heck's giving – I think he does. They're giving out 6% also interest? <laughs> Ridiculous. Um if you're concerned about interest and your Bitcoin making money for you, remember insider information here, crypto dividends. You control your private key. You control your Bitcoin private key. You get those free forks and airdrops, which are crypto dividends, and you turn them into, into Bitcoin and you get uh, you get interest that way. All right. And you don't have to worry about somebody stealing all your Bitcoin because they promised you a uh, 6% return. So yeah, SegWit it is. It, it's great that it's it's gotten up to sixty nine percent usage, adoption, whatever you want to say. I do remember 
back in August of, uh, of 2017 and afterwards when people were saying, Oh, it'll never, it'll never be, uh, it'll never get that high 69%. It'll only be around 20% or whatever. Uh, people saying it was lame, people saying it was a block stream conspiracy, you know, all the usual fun, all the usual fun. So now we've gotten to 69%. All right. And all the, uh, all the, all the, all the young people are snickering because it's at 69%. But thank you, Rocky Palumbo, for keeping an eye on that. You are a dude who really does keep your eye on that Segwit stuff and, uh, B, B cash uh, type of stuff. Whoa, Segwit. And I don't know why a company wouldn't want to, uh, have, a, if they're dealing with Bitcoin a lot, deal with Segwit addresses. I don't know. I mean, there's some technical implication involved behind the scenes and some of the things they do and all their complicated matters, but it saves you. It saves. I mean, we've seen all sorts of statistics in the millions of dollars and it saves. Now, I I want to go to gold real quick. And we, we mentioned the virus beforehand. The virus has has uh, trained one, one positive thing that's come out of this is, is that it has brought normies much more into the digital oriented world than they previously were. Okay. So it's good for digital money. They're used to you know, ordering everything on Amazon now, setting up their, uh, setting up their whatever, not Skype. And what's the other one that I don't use? Uh, Zoom. They become Zoomies. So they're more, they're more likely when all this goes, <laughs> When all this goes back to relative normal, uh, there is no new normal. Pound that like button. But when, when things uh, calm down, should we say, which uh, probably be after the first Tuesday in November, <laughs> uh, uh, they will be less likely to, you know, why? If you're getting your mind in this digital digital mindset, okay, are people more prone to like be like, oh, I want gold now? Or I want fiat dollars now. Or are they more prone to be like, okay, digital money? It's fast. It's easy. I've been I've been doing all my banking online. I haven't been in the bank in months. You know, some of these people have not been in banks for months now, and they used to go to banks all the time. Are they going to all of a sudden go the reverse direction into gold? So this panic prison that a lot of people have been stuck in has accelerated the digitization of money and the digitization of life. But remember people, remember we are human beings and we need to be around real human beings. It's awesome that you can, you don't have to commute into Manhattan every day anymore. That's been very much proven, but still people, um, there's something to be said with interacting with people in person still, but uh, we, we definitely have uh, sped up the, telecommuting aspect of this world and the digitization of money. So I, I don't see uh, many people getting excited about the, especially when so many people are going to become neat freaks now about holding dollar bills, but also about getting into uh, precious metals, et cetera, and, and wanting to go to the bank oh, and put, you know, go to their safe deposit back box where the, the, the gold is or wherever you're supposed to store it. Now, uh, Caitlin Long, Great tweet here about uh, a political thing. We just talked about the – when's the election? November 3rd? Uh, so here's something that's probably going to happen on November 3rd. Cynthia Loomis is a Republican. She was a congresswoman 
in Wyoming, and she retired from that in 2017. And now she's running for U.S. Senate uh, in, in, in uh, Colorado, in Wyoming. And she won the Republican uh, primary, so she's going to win the general election, it appears. So she says, huge congrats to Cynthia Loomis, who will be the most Bitcoin-friendly U.S. senator by far. She cleaned up in a competitive Wyoming primary yesterday and is heavily favored to win in November. Bitcoiner since 2013. Well done, Cynthia. So she links to an article there, a Coindesk article. And if Cynthia is telling the truth, because, you know, not all politicians tell the truth, she's been holding Bitcoin. She, she doesn't sell her Bitcoin. She's got a strong freaking hand. So to be in the, the Senate is, is the upper chamber here in the United States. Now, she wasn't at Congress before. She was in the, in, in the House of uh, Representatives. And uh, she, I don't remember hearing her talk about Bitcoin back up pre-2017, but I guess it wasn't a thing back then. Maybe no one was covering it. You know, we, we've got uh, the Minnesota congressman there. He's handling stuff, Emmer. But she'll take it to a whole – I, I, Caitlin knows what's going on. So I am looking forward to Cynthia Loomis taking it to a whole new level, level in the United States Senate. One of, there's only 100 uh, senators, so – Spread the spread, spread the uh, strong hand uh, word to those people and tell them hands off, hands off uh, regulation of anything to do with cryptocurrency. How about that, Cynthia? So we look forward to see how that progress progresses. I'm not going to get my hopes up because you know uh, politicians can't solve your problems, but it, it it could be a positive. It could be a positive. Uh, and one, two, three, no scope said I don't have to commute into Manhattan every day now. That is awesome. And I'm spending my train ticket money on Bitcoin. Oh, now that's, that's a great, uh, great conversion of uh, a great way of updating, upgrading your life uh, due to the recent circumstances that have been brought on by all these people. All right. Uh, let me see if there was anything else to talk about here. Uh Oh, did I skip something? No, that is it. No, yeah, there was one more thing. <laughs> Yesterday, I talked about the Paul Tudor Jones, uh, the fake Paul Tudor Jones tweet that everybody was excited about. And I just want to clarify this. Don't – the lesson we get from Paul Tudor Jones and the Buffets of the world, all the people that love the pedestal of them. I want to make this as clear as do not live through them. Do not live through them. Do not live vicariously through other people. Do not, do not outsource your thinking and your living to other people. If you do that, you're going to get fooled, okay? And I just want to say, speaking of that thread, which did fool a few people, uh, that there was a fool in it that just shows you how some people are just – they just repeat these mindless talking points. I still say it is too darn easy for hackers to steal. This guy is talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> and what if the grid goes down? Maybe the rich techies can afford to play with this, but I can't play with this. <laughs> Do you have any savings, dude? I mean, it's, it's that savings is not playing, okay? Do you have any, are you just an impulsive 80 percenter that is uh, addicted to hyper consumerism and you like, you like to make up excuses and say Bitcoin could be hacked? I mean, that is the most, that is the silliest FUD there is. The silliest FUD out there that you could, Bitcoin can't be hacked at all. And you can tell the person is either clueless or they're getting confused with um, exchanges being hacked. 
but hey, we still have it. And so someone commented in that thread. It's still, but hey, maybe he, he's outsourcing his thinking to the mainstream media. That, that's what's going on there, most likely. The, he reads a story about a headline on Twitter about Bitcoin being hacked or whatever. It's just for, for techies. And he believes it. He believes it in a second. Okay. Uh, and, and the grid goes down stuff too. Yeah, that's uh, outsourcing your thinking. Don't do it. Think think for yourself. Be a unique beast. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember, subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out all the links below. Pound that like button. We'll be back here tomorrow. See ya. Bye. Thank you.